My name is Carly Oath. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello, you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Matthew Brock, editor for the ANC section of the Daily Emerald. Uh, and I'm Eric Shute. I'm a videographer for the Emerald. Today we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch, or as I like to call it, the Nintendo Millennial. That's such a mean... They're both terrible names. That's the horrible part. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought the NX was a pretty good name. I, I don't understand all this code word nonsense that they end up using. What was it? The Xbox uh, Django, the the PlayStation Neo, and I think they even used to call... Uh, was the Wii U was the Nintendo Revolution? It, it was, like, and... <laughs> And uh, the GameCube was like Project Dolphin or something. So they, there's always these dumb names. But I, well, you say dumb. I always like those ones better than the ones they actually come with. Uh, Wii U just really didn't do it for me. I mean, the Wii was a good, clever name, but I think they overdid it with the Wii U. Yeah, I really see with the Nintendo Switch them trying to come up with kind of like a gimmicky product, but then yeah. also trying to differentiate themselves. Because the problem with the Wii U was that, you know, having having a very similar name to the Wii, it was just very confusing about whether, you know, it was a new thing, an old thing. It used a lot of the old controllers, so it looked like an old thing. And so it just... It just was a mess. Is it like, was it just the newest Wii or what? Because Nintendo actually had a history because they had the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, which, you know, was like an upgraded Nintendo. Then they had the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance. I feel terrible for older people, people's grandparents who are like, I can't keep up with this. I I bought him a Game Boy five years ago and now he wants another one. But, you know, this new one, I think it has a lot of promise. As far as the Wii U, I like the idea of it. It had, it was very different from the other consoles, very different from the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Um, it did something unique. It wasn't just like a souped-up computer with a very limited interface like other consoles are kind of becoming these days. But just no one wanted to take advantage of the cool things they did with the screen, the cool... Uh, you know, the touch and all that. The the idea that each player can have their own screen and then one player can have the big screen. You can play hide-and-go-seek. I think that was Nintendo Land. It was just a bummer that no one really took advantage of stuff like that. Well, I mean, what what, what really could you do with it? It's just like they took a, a 3DS and I was like, hey, let's make a controller and stop that on the Wii, and that was it. But I feel like with the, the Nintendo Switch, they're really trying to make something more useful, I guess. But, I mean, I really don't know how well the gimmick will apply. They're, they're trying to make it like this portable console, which they already have the 3DS for that, so I don't really... I don't know if there's going to be a mass appeal for it. Well, they're saying it's meant to be a home console. So even though the commercials show, you know, young hip millennials taking it to a rooftop party... That's not really their intention there. Their intention there is it's just flexible. You can play it in the car. You can play it, you know, in public. You can take it to a party if you want. But it's still designed to be a home console. I think they're trying to take, like, the social aspect of playing a game and, like, bring it out to the world more. Because console gaming, in my opinion, has gotten progressively more and more individualized, if that makes sense. When I think of a console gamer, I think of a guy alone in his apartment or whatever playing games by himself at least in the last recent last few years of course my childhood is everyone went on to a game we had four players split screen halo but a lot of games these days don't even have split screen so well they're making it more like online multiplayer so they're really kind of trying to push for that and i guess with the nintendo switch they're really trying to go back to like more more local playing you know with you know you're playing with the people inside your house 
or you can get like in the in the in the trailer they had they showed like people having like four of them like everyone would have their own Nintendo Switch and they would like play against each other which sounds a lot like the the 3DS I'm I'm really confused because it's like why I, I don't see someone owning both. I see someone owning one or the other, and therefore Nintendo's making products that compete against each other. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I kind of disagree. Like, the 3DS, that can fit in my pocket. Eh, this this is going to require a, a place to set up, you know, we're going to have to crowd around a table. And 3DS also has the advantage of, uh, like, wireless play, like, wireless local play. Let's kind of transition. Let's talk about hardware-wise what this thing has that we know so far. We don't know specs or anything yet, but... So it's very reminiscent of a tablet. Basically, it has a dock, and this dock can connect to a TV, or you can just place the uh, tablet into the dock and have that be the screen. There's controller parts that slide into, that slide into each part of the screen, and you can take those off and put them into like a controller dock so you can play. You can have both of them controllers on the one screen, or you can have it on like the big screen. So it's kind of portable in that as- aspect. I will say the uh, controller, when you put it together away from the screen, looks very derpy, like some kind of dog. I'm pretty sure it's become a pop culture sensation already. Yeah, the, I've seen stuffed animals of it. It's it's adorable. Yeah. You'll you'll uh, once you look at the switch, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But another big thing they're doing that's uh, fairly new is they're stepping away from what's been going on the last few years of using discs for games. And they're going back to cartridges, which they have used for the 3DS, but for like a mainstream home console, it hasn't been done for many years. They did something similar a while, way back um, with the GameCube. They had like portable mini discs for the games, but now they're taking, you know, decades back step and going back to cartridges. What do you think? I think it's dumb. <laughs> I, I mean, it makes sense for like, you know, the 3DS portable console to have like, you know, a cartridge. But to go back to that, it just seems, I don't know, if they're going for that whole portable thing, I guess that makes sense. But I mean, it just, discs are nice. You can hold a lot of data with discs. Discs are cool, you know, it's they're very efficient. And even what you're talking about with the, the GameCube disc, the stupid little thick donut thing, even that was just, that was dumb. I mean, that was a step in the right direction with the discs, you know, from the N64. You know, the, the N64, you know, great, but was behind the time because everything was CD. I understand the need to go to cartridges. I just don't know if it's going to be able to work, you know, compared to the competition. Will they be able to hold enough, you know, data? I, I, I guess we'll really figure that out when we find out the specs. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how much, you know, you can really do with it, how much, like, information you can put on it compared to, a, like, a CD-ROM. Yeah, well, depending, again, I'm not entirely, uh, I'm fairly tech savvy, but I'm no expert. Um, My assumption would be for a cartridge, you can store much more data, but then you can store data on the cartridge. So maybe you can bring your game uh, to someone else who has a Switch or lend it to them and play your save file there. Again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what they'll do with it, but it's interesting nonetheless that they chose to do this. Let's talk about games. So, one thing Nintendo does is a lot of their consoles sell because of killer apps. Wii Sports, for example, made the Wii the best-selling console of all time because it it applied to a market that wasn't gamers, but it made it incredibly popular. Since the Wii, they've really been trying to, like, recapture that unique, like, situation, you know? I mean, Nintendo games have always been really, really on par. I feel like kind of one of the problems with Nintendo is no one can make the you know better nintendo games for their consoles than nintendo you really need that third party support from like capcom 
and you know all those other companies to really make a console thrive. And so Nintendo makes great games, but they're they, for the past they've been the only ones to make great games for their consoles. And so hopefully with the Switch moving forward, they'll be able to have a really good lineup. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, there's a new Legend of Zelda, which basically makes even if the Switch is not popular, no one likes it. It's gonna sell because there's a new mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda on it. And a very good-looking Legend of Zelda, for my opinion. But that's a whole other topic we'll have to cover some other time. But uh, aside from that, something very interesting, kind of in the commercials and everything, was they had people playing Skyrim on the Switch, like, in a car, which was very interesting. Now, uh, people asked Ubisoft about this, and Ubisoft was basically, we will neither confirm nor deny that Skyrim will be on the uh, Nintendo Switch. So that's either two possibilities. Bethesda just doesn't want to talk about that. Or somebody put Skyrim on it by accident and there's a lawsuit coming? Okay, they didn't didn't put it on accident. (laughs) Hey, it's possible. Stranger stuff has happened. This is a giant (laughs) company. They weren't just like, oh, just just throw any footage up there. The kids won't even notice. And oh, Skyrim, no, it wasn't an accident. They planned that. Obviously, they're trying to build hype and why Bethesda or whoever is not confirming it. Maybe it's because they're trying to get it on the console and maybe it's not, you know, official. But it's it's not an accident. It's not a prank. Uh, hey, what was the game? <laughs> a piece of the exact same artwork from Assassin's Creed ended up in... Uh, what was it? I don't know where you're going with this. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, I can't remember. But basically, a piece, like a painting from one game ended up... The exact same painting ended up in entirely another game by a different company. So if that can happen, I don't think this is too big. Uh, but well, I who mean knows? that's that's like a picture. This is like this is video. You know, it's, oh, it's a little bit different. But I I don't know anyway. So it's either a little Easter egg or there's definitely something going on. We don't know what it is, but we'll find out. But kind of moving on, Capcom is very excited about the Switch. Apparently, um, you know they they do a lot of stuff with Nintendo, but a lot of their bigger console titles haven't really been with Nintendo. They've mostly stuck with uh, Xbox um, and PlayStation for their console stuff. Um, They do have Monster Hunter on the 3DS, which is very popular, um, especially overseas. You have, like, Monster Hunter cafes where you just show up and hang out with your friends. It's a thing. What? Don't look at me like that. Yeah. A Monster Hunter ca- a cafe just for Monster Hunter. Like, you go oh, in yeah. there it's and super you got the, popular. the cosplay people and they're... <laughs> Japan's weird. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's just a, just a different culture. Whatever, okay. So anyway, that's pretty interesting. It would be good. Capcom is a very big game company. They bring a lot of really strong titles. If Nintendo could get them behind the Switch, I think it has a lot of potential. So kind of moving on to that, the 3DS, they're still going to be making the 3DS. Which I think, like I said earlier with the whole competing thing, I feel like they got to like go one or the other. And with smartphones really taking off, I mean, do we really need both a 3DS and a Switch? I mean, is there really going to be a market for both of them? I think there is, because the 3DS, I have a 3DS, and I much prefer it over over a phone, because it is legitimately designed for playing games. Again, comparing it to the Switch, the Switch is far more bulky. Um, It's more reminiscent of a tablet, Mm -hmm. um, which uh, I can't see myself really gaming on on a tablet, aside from, like, turn-based stuff or like point-and-click time wasters. But, you know, with the side controllers and all that, maybe. I remember, personally, I did enjoy uh, the Wii U controller because I have very large hands. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I do know that a lot of people were complaining that it was just too big, too bulky, 
and it seems like they doubled down on this. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, like, hey, what do the kids love? They love the Wii U controller. Well, that's <laughs> it. That's the new console. It's just that. The entire console is the Wii U controller. That's what they that's what they did. And I'm kind of worried like with the Nintendo Switch, if the entire console is like in one controller, what happens if you drop that? Do you just break your $300 console or I don't know. I'm just cuz I am a clumsy person. I am very clumsy. I drop things in the toilet all the time. <laughs> I mean, if I were to drop like, you know, the the Wii U controller, the, the, the 3DS, you know, they make those things like poof, 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 to not break, but this I I don't know. I I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I'm a skeptic. A, a lot more hardware, a lot more loot moving parts than, you know, something could go wrong. I don't know. We don't know the price yet. And that's something that are going to, not going to announce for a long time. Basically, January 13th is the date that they've said this is when all the major details are coming out. So that's going to be system requirements, price point, a more detailed game lineup, all that kind of stuff. And then the actual release date is uh, going to be sometime in March of 2017. Okay, okay. So we don't know the price point, but just to kind of maybe speculate, how much, based on what we know, how much would you be willing to pay for a Nintendo Switch, like what's the most? A Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I for me, three hundred dollars. Again, I'm poor college student, so if I had it, the 3DS right now, or the new 3DS, I should call it, mm-hmm. is currently running at a uh, two hundred new, I think. So three hundred. This definitely has. It's definitely going to be more powerful. It's definitely going to have more accessible. You can use it for more things. You can have a group of people play it, all that. So I think 300 sounds like a fair price point. But again, for me, it's it's. I'm waiting for the system specs to see is this like machine wise worth the money. Okay. Well, well, for me, like you know, at any price point, I'm I'm not gonna buy it because <laughs> I mean I love Nintendo games, but I just I just don't see myself playing this. I'm not like a huge gamer like you. I like I watch the games, I read I read the articles, I don't actually play it. So there's really no price. But if I had to guess, you know, so if I had to just throw my hat in the ring and just kind of throw something out, I would say Nintendo Switch $399.99. You heard it here first. That's 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 my guess. Wow, all the way up there. That's uh, that's pretty spending especially. I, I think so. I think so. That's what cuz the other consoles, how much are, how much is an Xbox One, PlayStation uh, 5, 4? There was a price a big price drop for the uh, Xbox One. I think it was last time I checked 300. The Xbox was way more expensive cuz they had it bogged down with the Kinect. But um they discontinued that and started making Xbox Ones without the Kinect for significantly cheaper. But uh, Nintendo consoles are generally fairly cheaper. Yeah, okay. I mean... Uh, I changed it's... my guess. I, I, changed, <laughs> I changed my answer, Professor. Um, uh... I don't think you might be right still. Are you, are you sure? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I... Can I have multiple guesses? <laughs> sure, sure. You can either 400 or 300. Okay, well, I'm not going to say 300, so why don't I go like... Three forty nine ninety nine because they never want to round up. It's gonna All be right, that. good enough. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that's about it. We're both fairly excited to see what happens with, and uh, maybe we'll revisit the topic later uh, when January thirteenth rolls around. So thank you all for listening. This has been the Emerald Podcast. If you want to see more of us, visit us at dailyemerald.com. Catch you later. Goodbye. <laughs>